Welcome back to DQP Does, Drafted Quarters Podcast Network movie review show where we don't shoot kids. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. Natalie in Bruges. What? Oh, whatever. Anyway, we also have Dave. Hey. Cool. It's me, Dave. <laughs> We're going to begin our pseudo Christmas special a-thon. I don't know. Special a thon. I like that. I like that. <clears throat> yep. Special a thon. Uh with uh in Bruges. In Bruges. In Bruges. He's called in Bruges. Whatever. I don't fucking care. Uh <laughs> It's from 2008 rated <laughs> R hour and 47 minutes. Uh, this is an interesting movie. It rules. Um, it basically follows uh, two hitmen hiding out in Bruges, 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 whatever. Bruges. I don't fucking. I They're don't, in Bruges. Whatever. Belgium. Bruges. 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 Natalie. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Ray played by Colin Farrell and Ken played by Brendan Gleeson. And uh, Ray hates it. Ray hates, Ray hates Bruges. Bruges. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with a passion. It's like, this place is fucking boring and stupid. And Ken's like, this is great. It's like being sent on vacation. And they like get there and they're like doing some sightseeing. And Ray's just like bitching the whole time. And they're like waiting for this guy to call them. And, um, they're, they just keep waiting and stuff happens. Uh, they find out that there's a movie being shot and cool. Leave me out of the joke. It's fine. Uh, you told me to stop saying it. <laughs> whatever. David didn't get it. I thought you got it. I, thought that's you said, I so. don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, so uh, they're waiting for, for a call from their boss and Ray's like, why did he send us here? And Ken's like, I don't know. We had to get out of London. We had to get out of the UK, I guess. So this is where we are. So they wait like a day. They find out that there's a movie being shot. Uh, Ray becomes enamored with this girl that was on the movie set. Um, he gets her number and, uh, so they like, don't do anything really that first day. And then, uh, uh, Ray has, uh, planned a date with this girl. So they like are supposed to stay in at night so they can be there for the call yep. and they end up leaving because Ray's bored. And, when they come back, there's a note from uh, Harry. It's like, why the fuck? Why weren't you there? And like, he's just like every other word is fuck. Let's say you did a lot less fucks than what. It- yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why doesn't this fucking hotel have a fucking telephone or at least a fucking voicemail? And fuck this fucking uh, receptionist. receptionist. And I can't believe I have to fucking leave a fucking note. And you guys better fucking be there for me to call tomorrow night. And then like the receptionist, like I'm not a receptionist. I'm an, I'm a co-owner I'm a co-owner. <laughs> and then she like signs it like with hearts or something. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. I love She's her. Awesome. She's fantastic. Uh, so like the next day Ray has a date with, uh, this is Natalie, right? 
Is that who that is? I her fucking headshot's terrible. I don't remember. And then it's just a bunch of pictures of multiple people from far away in I don't <laughs> Is that her? I can't tell if that's her or not. Is her name Natalie? Whoa. Yes. Yeah, it's Natalie. What the fuck? It's your joke, mate. <laughs> so no, 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 no. Chloe. Oh, Chloe. Chloe. Yeah, Chloe's that chick. Natalie is the pregnant girl. Is it? That's Maria. Who is Natalie? Yeah, it's Marie. Marie. Who the fuck is Natalie? Who? Yeah, what? Why is she like the fourth person? Who the fuck is that? Anyway, it's like we didn't watch the movie. Um, so uh, he ends up going on a date with Chloe uh, instead of staying in. And Ken's there to get the call. And he finds out that he they were actually sent there as like a last like gift to Ray before Harry tells Ken to kill Ray for fucking up his first job. But you don't really know it's his first job until way later. You're just right. like, yeah, he's a hitman, whatever. Um so Harry wants him to kill uh Ray because he botched his job. I love when he's doing that. It's like, is Ray there? Yeah, he's totally there. He's in the bathroom. Yeah, is he doing a wee or a poo? <laughs> he's doing a wee or a poo. I don't know. The fucking door's closed. <laughs> well, tell him to go out for a little bit. <laughs> he's had to have a conversation with himself. It's so oh good. Oh, my God. He's not even here. I lied about him being here, and now I have to lie about telling him to leave. And then he's like, are you sure he's gone? Check. Make sure he's not hanging out outside the door. He's like, what? Why would? Okay. <laughs> Open the door. Act like he's looking around like fucking Harry can see him. And then he closes the door. He's like, he's, he actually left. He's like, okay, so you need to kill him. And he's like, what? Whoa. <laughs> I thought we were just wait, like waiting until it cooled off. But no, Harry wants him to kill him. And he's like, ah, fuck. So the next morning, uh, like that night, Ray comes back and he had had that date with Chloe and he had a pretty crazy time. Uh, yeah. He like punched a Canadian that he thought was American. And his, <laughs> and his I like how like, upset he gets and he realized it That's wasn't an American. Fucking that he hilarious. Uh, and then he like goes to Chloe's apartment and, uh, beats up her ex-boyfriend and like flashbangs him in the eyes with a blank gun. Yeah. Cause they were going to rob <laughs> yeah. him. Or well, they, 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 they normally rob people. She like goes and picks up a, a tourist and then brings them back to the apartment to fool around. And then her boyfriend shows up and they rob him. Yeah. And they're also drug dealers. And, uh, <laughs> she's like, no, I actually liked you and I broke up with him anyway. So like he just showed up on his own and, so he like fucks him up and she's like, oh, I like you. You should stay. But he doesn't stay. He goes back. Um, but he takes all she, their drugs, but he takes all their drugs and he takes their bullets yes. and, and uh, the boyfriend's gun. Because uh, they have real bullets. They just usually use blanks. So um, the next morning, Ken goes and gets a gun from this guy. And uh then the he tells about alcoves. Yeah, he tells him about alcoves. 
What the fuck? <laughs> Do you uh, use this word? <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, uh, Ray goes out and he's going to kill himself because you find out before this, uh, the right before he goes out on the date. Cause basically the agreement is like, cause they're supposed to stay in the, the hotel. Ray's like, I have a date in Ken's like, okay, so you can go on your date if we go and do whatever I want all day. Like a real odd couple. Yeah. So they go and like, they look at a bunch of, they go sightseeing again. Um, and there's a bunch of like religious stuff. And then, uh, Ray has a flashback of his job where he killed a, a priest that was played by, uh, Kieran Hines, which is kind of crazy. Kieran Hines is awesome. Um, I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. Um, so he kills Kieran, but like he shoots him like in the side in the confessional. And then Kieran gets up and starts walking away and he shoots him. Ray shoots him from behind a few times. And you know, basic rules of firearm safety. You need to be sure of your target and what's beyond it. Uh, and he didn't. So there was a little kid (laughs) kneeling, and praying for forgiveness yep. for like really minor kid shit. Being and sad, he, I think was one there. Being bad at maths. Bad at maths. Yeah. Yeah. And he like domed this kid on accident. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, so he was just like in shock, and Ken pulls him out of there. So that's what he's like. That's why they're running. They're running basically, yeah. right? Um, and he's extremely guilty over having killed this kid. Uh, so after the date and everything, and he gets the gun from, uh, Chloe's ex-boyfriend, he's in a park and he's like going to commit suicide. And he's like, and it's the same time that Ken is walking up to kill him. And like, Ken has his gun out and he's getting ready to shoot him. He's like walking up behind him. And then Ray pulls the, the revolver out of his pocket and like puts it up to his head. And Ken's just like, no, don't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and then Ray turns around and he sees that Ken has a gun and he's like the fuck are you doing <laughs> and so he didn't he was about to kill him and stopped him from killing himself because he didn't want him to die so then they have a conversation about that and <laughs> Ken takes the gun from him and he's like no I need it <laughs> he's like no you don't you're gonna kill yourself so then Ken basically decides that he's going to protect Ray because Ray didn't, it wasn't on purpose. You know, Ray deserves redemption. Um, he's a good boy. Yeah. Other than this bad thing that he did. Yeah. Um, so he puts Ray on a train to leave and he calls Harry and is basically like, Hey, Harry, you got to do whatever you got to do, but I let Ray go. And, Harry flips his shit. <laughs> He's like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to come, come there and deal with you. Uh, so Ray gets on the train. Yeah, and so Natalie is actually, uh, Ralph finds his wife. Oh, okay. It's, so that's she's that like, is. why is she top build? Yeah. I don't know. Why isn't Ralph? Why is it fines? I don't, I don't know why the cast is all fucked up, but that means technically she's not Natalie in Bruges. I still what? I don't whatever. Cause I'm torn. Lying cold naked on the floor. 
<laughs> the joke is there is a singer named Natalie Imbruglia. Great joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, there's probably some people laughing. Is there? Maybe. I mean, they have to listen to the show first. That's true. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. Oh, stab me in the cockles. <laughs> his cockles. <laughs> Fuck his cockles. It's his bad joke. Uh, anyway. I was so proud of that joke. You're so proud of his cockles. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so Ray gets on the train and he's leaving and, uh, Ken's getting ready to get killed by Harry. Um, Harry shows up in town and he's just like a man on a mission. walking with purpose. Goes to, uh, Yuri's to get a gun, which is where he sent Ken. Yep. And Yuri's like, look at all this cool shit I've got. And he's like, what the fuck do I need any of that for? Just give me a pistol. (laughs) I'm not trying to do a drive by. What the fuck? Uh, (laughs) Maybe some problematic language. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of problematic language in the whole movie. Yeah. Um, But uh, so uh, he's getting a gun. Ken's getting ready. Ray's on the train and then they like stop in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, what the fuck? What did we stop for? And then a cop comes up to him. He's like, hey, are you Irish? And he's like, yeah. Like, what's your name? And he gives him a fake name. And he's like, did you punch a Canadian? No, did you hit? <laughs> did you hit a Canadian? Did you hit? <laughs> I'm not trying to do any of the fucking accents yeah, yeah. in this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, he's like, ah, fuck, what? So he gets up and the fucking Canadian and his girlfriend are standing there and he's like, that's fucking him. So he gets arrested and taken back to Bruges. <laughs> So he's in town when he's not supposed to be when Harry's there and Harry's looking to kill him. He's also looking to kill Ken. Uh, and he gets bailed out by Chloe. So they're like having kind of a nice evening and, uh, Harry finds Ken like sitting out in a dine, like in like a cafe having a beer. So they like have a beer and have a conversation, um, about like why Ken let, uh, Ray go and Harry's like I get it but like yeah like that's not what I told you to do so I have to kill you but I'm not going to shoot you right here and Ken's like okay well there's a tower over here which the tower has been in the in the movie a couple times um, there was a part poking fun at fat Americans which was pretty funny <laughs> um, and uh so they go and they beat the shit out of the, the asshole um, guy at the gate. Cause he's like, <laughs> beat the hell out of him. Yeah. Cause he gave Ken shit earlier. Cause he like went to give him all the change and he was like, how much is it to get in? I was like, Oh, it's five euros. And he's like, okay. And he counts out. He's like, I'm trying to get rid of all my change. And he like pe- counts out like three or four ninety. Yeah. Four ninety in, in, uh, euros in change and he's like nah man it's five and he's like you can't no nah, no it's five are you serious it's five okay so he gives him a bill <laughs> <laughs> and takes all the change back and then when they get there to go up there to have their gunfight, the guy's like 
ads closed. Some uh, some fat American had a heart attack up there yesterday. <laughs> and they're like, now we got to get in there. And he's like, it's closed. And he's like poking Harry in the face. Like it's fucking closed, idiot. <laughs> and Harry's like, okay, I'll fucking kill you then. <laughs> Beats the hell out pistol him. whips the fuck out of this guy. Uh, and then they go up there and they have another little conversation. And uh, Ken's basically like, go ahead and shoot me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to shoot back. Here's my gun. And then Harry's like, no, that's not how this works. What the fuck? <laughs> and uh, Harry's basically like, okay, I'm not going to fucking kill you then. You're an asshole. If you're not going to defend yourself. Um, but if I see Ray, I'm going to kill him. And they start coming down. And Ray is outside at one of the cafes with Chloe, just like having a good time. <laughs> And their actor friend. And the, oh yeah, the, the fucking dwarf. I forgot about the dwarf. There's a dwarf <laughs> in, in a lot of the movie that's part of the movie uh being yeah. shot there. Yeah. And uh so he's like talking to them and then he walks off uh to go work on the movie. And so the movie's being shot at the time that all this is, stuff is happening at night. Uh and uh Harry had run into Chloe's ex-boyfriend at Yuri's when he bought, when he got the gun from Yuri and he like, so then Yuri knew who he was and why he was there and stuff because of the conversation that he was having with Yuri. So as they're coming down from the tower, um, the ex-boyfriend sees, uh, he sees them go up in the tower. So he knows where Harry is. And then he keeps walking and he sees Ray and Chloe at the cafe. So then he runs back to the tower and tells Harry while they're still on the stairs that Ray is at the cafe. And so then at that point, Ken attacks Harry and they like get in a scuffle over a gun and uh, Ken gets shot in the neck. Yeah. And Harry runs off to try and get to Ray. So he's like got to run all the way down the tower. So they're close to the top. So Ken's like, ah, fuck, how do I get? I got to like get to the top and like shoot Harry or find find Ray or something. Which we're misled misled earlier in the movie when he's at the top of the tower and he sees Ray walking. And he like gives him like a finger gun thing and yes. then kind of laughs to himself. Yeah. Yeah. But they also say something about frozen fog hanging in the air earlier in the movie. Yeah. Yes. Making everything look pretty. Yeah. So he gets to the top and guess what? There's fog and you can't see. <laughs> so he's like, fuck, I can't see to like shoot Harry or to like, you know, signal to anybody or anything. Nobody would be able to see me from the ground. She's like, oh, I'm dying anyway. I guess I'll just jump. And he did. He drops all that change. Yeah, he drops all the change. So we'll get out of the way. Yep. He drops the 390 or the 490 and change. And so he jumps and he hits the ground before Ray comes or before Harry comes out. And Ray sees him hit the ground. And Ray comes over and talks to him for a second before Harry comes out. Tells him Harry's there. Yeah. He tells him that Harry is there. Uh, and he's like, give me your gun. His gun is all busted up because he landed on it. Uh, and also, like, he is fucked. 
Yeah. Like, that's like, pretty gory for... That was a fucking super gory scene. Arm exploded off. His yeah. fucking ankle is in, like, seven pieces. Yeah. Like... Ugh. That's... Yeah. Probably one of the more realistic, like, fall damage things. Because, like, they never... They're just like, oh, yeah, they're still in one piece. Like, nah, bro, that's not how that works. Yeah, that was, like, unexpectedly brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, all the violence in the movie was very brutal, but, like... It was very short. It yeah. was just like, yeah. this scene is violent, and then it's not violent for like 10, 15 minutes. Because it wasn't an action movie. But anyway, right. so <clears throat> I say that, and then there's like a fucking European village chase scene for like 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> so Harry chases Ray, uh, shooting at him. Uh, they get back to the hotel, and... Uh, Ray's looking for the gun that he had yeah, that uh, Ken had taken from him, and he finds it. Harry shows up, and uh, the fucking Mary is like, "You're not fucking having a shootout in my hotel. You're, you're not doing this. <laughs> you're not doing it." <laughs> and and Ray's like, "Don't fucking hurt her." And Harry's like, "Yeah, that's what this is all about. <laughs> I'm not gonna shoot a fucking pregnant lady, asshole." And. and <laughs> Uh, so they like get out of there and, uh, Ray loses his gun. Cause he jumps out of a window onto a gondola that's going down the canal and drops his gun into the canal and Harry like shoots him from forever away. And so he's injured and he keeps, Harry keeps chasing him and they end up on the, uh, the, theater or the the movie, movie uh, set. set and Harry catches up because I mean Ray got shot right in the middle like pretty decent uh body shot yeah um non-main characters would not survive <laughs> exactly yeah uh so Harry catches up with him and he shoots him several times from behind yeah <laughs> Yeah. And when Ray falls, you (laughs) see that. And he got the head explodey bullets. Yeah, you got the head explodey bullets. You see that he had uh, inadvertently shot the dwarf in the head and blown his head off. All the way off. (laughs) And and earlier, (laughs) earlier, Harry had been like. I think to uh, it, he said to Ken, he was like, man, if I had shot a kid on accident, I would have just gotten on my knees and put my gun in my mouth and taken care of it right there. I don't know why Ray is trying not to die and stuff. And Ken's like, that's what that's nuts. So Harry doesn't know that it wasn't a kid. He thinks it's a child because his head is gone. And he has <laughs> and he's, like a schoolboy outfit. He's yeah, like wearing like a schoolboy school outfit. Yeah, like, a, like a dwarf Angus Young. Yeah. So he's like, ah, well, that sucks. And he puts the gun in his mouth and Ray's like, he's not a kid. Oh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And Harry blows his own head off. And then there's a monologue or like a narrated monologue and, and Ray gets like put into an ambulance and carted away. And we, maybe he like survives. I think the monologue is supposed to like the bookends of the narration at the beginning and end is like kind of together. And I think that's a confirmation that he survives. Yeah. He's like talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically the movie. 
you you can't go by the the my synopsis of whether this movie was good or not. Like that that story, I think, is really interesting, but it's also like very funny the whole time. Yeah, darkly funny. Yeah, it's but, very it's, yeah. A, it's a black comedy, right? I yeah. love this movie. <laughs> it's my first time watching it. I thought it was great. An intentional black comedy, I might add. Yes. yes. Um, that was a dig. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I think this movie is uh, very humorous and also like dark, uh, and like kind of talks about like some guilt stuff. Not anything yeah. that anybody would really like relate to, unless you're like a gangbanger or something. Like you're a hitman. Hitman. It's also like so That's over the course shot. of the movie, we like get so much information. Like we find out it was his first hit. Yeah, and he. Like, it seems as if Harry and uh, Brendan Gleeson's character, Ken. Uh, Ken, yeah, it seems as if they've known him since he was younger. Yeah. And like, maybe he was like an orphan or something like. Yeah, I feel like he was like a soldier, right? In, yeah. In Harry's gang. Yeah. And then they were just like, hey, man, you like have a good head on you. You could probably do this. You could probably be, be like a hitman, be yeah. a trigger man. And then they gave him a job and he accidentally shot a fucking kid. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, Ooh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, never mind. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So like, and everything, everything is important. Yeah. It's, it, it's not as like self-referential as like hot fuzz or something. No, but like, there is a lot of like, well, it doesn't like tell you, right? Like hot fuzz is like, it like tells you. Like sort of some what's of it. important some right of it. well i mean either through the shot like the way it's shot or sure. like through dialogue or whatever yeah. but like this doesn't even like like you get the close-up of the change right yeah but, but it's also a joke so it could just be the joke yeah right it's not necessarily like oh yeah that's a fucking you know that's foreshadowing that the change is going to be important like you know the gun is going to be important because it's a gun yeah but like you know there's a lot of other stuff that is important. Are you that, saying Chekhov's change? Yeah, basically. Like sort of. Yeah, everything yeah. is like that in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like just every, like everything was important. It was fucking crazy. I loved this movie. Like. Yeah. The, the Canadian, like the Canadian in the diner or in the uh, restaurant that yeah. they like that he beat up because she blew smoke on them. And then he's like, this is fucking unbelievable. And he's like, what? And like, he's clearly like racist to get or Nash, like whatever against Americans. Yeah. So, cause he made fun of those fat Americans. Yeah. Like it all, yeah. like, like the characters like stay. Yeah. And the Canadian didn't have an accent. So he thought he was American. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious when like, he's like, you know, well, you won't be able to fit up there anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and then what, uh, Ken then, comes down and he's like, those halls are very narrow. Yeah. So you yeah, might, you. might not want to go up there cause the halls are very narrow. Yeah. Like that whole scene. And then like three scenes later, the guy's like, Oh, fat American had a heart attack. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck. It's so good. Yeah, That's why it's closed. And that's why there's nobody up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this movie is great, man. It's a very good movie. I think it's it's well directed. It's well shot. The acting is very good. Um, I know I've talked about it before, but this director did another movie with them. Yep. Uh, yeah, Bansies of Inishirin. If you guys haven't seen that, 
I recommend yeah. that. I watched it. It's great too. It's real fucking good. Yeah, yeah, it is. Also a dark comedy. Very. Um, is there anything that you didn't like about it? I don't think so. No. No, I, I don't think there's anything I didn't like about it. I am mad. It took me 14 years to watch this movie. Yeah. Like I've always meant to see, to watch it. I've seen a lot of like clips and stuff from it over the years. Yeah. And I was like, that looks like a good movie, but it was never like, oh man, I need to watch that. It was just like, yeah, that looks like it'd be okay. I should watch that sometime. Yeah. And I just never did. Yeah. I expected it to just kind of be like, meh. All right. That was worth watching. But like, Oh, I, I actually super loved it. Yeah. yeah. It was fantastic. I kind of want to watch it again. It'd be one of my Christmas movies, maybe. Yeah. They were in, they were in Bruges during Christmas. During Christmas. Yeah. There's Christmas decorations. Yeah. yeah. It's like full on Christmas decorated, uh, the night of like all the shooting and stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 Before that, it's more just like wintry. Yeah. But, yeah, this movie is great. Like, I caught myself laughing and going, oh, shit. <laughs> like, you yeah. the home, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So none of us had seen this, right? Right. Mm-mm. Wow. Just like a lot of clips. I didn't see that. Yeah, I hadn't even seen anything from I it. I just know it was a movie. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I'd seen, like, the restaurant scene uh, where they're with the, the Canadian. Mm. Yeah. So I'd seen that before. Uh, I actually saw that like a week or two before we decided we were going to watch it. Really? Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. That is weird. Fucking social media. It's like telegraphing your life. Fucking weird. It's like, you're going to watch, you're going to end up watching this soon. Here's the scene from it. Here's the scene. What? Stop it. Leave me alone. Yeah. You gonna go to, go down to the corner? <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't know, dude. Like everything, like I loved so much about this movie. I thought it was fucking great. Yeah, it was very good to me. It kind of not exactly, but it had like it reminded me a little bit of like the Guy Ritchie crime movie slightly. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, this guy has a style, and I think it kind. Of, I think it definitely because it even reminds me of the Banshees, like yeah, of Ina Sheeran. Yeah. So like. I mean, I think this guy has a style and he has very, you know, I think he's also from Bruges. I don't know that he's from Bruges, but yeah, he was born in Camberwell, London. So he also did seven psychopaths and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, which I haven't seen either of those. I've seen seven psychopaths a long time ago. Is it good? That movie's awesome. I didn't realize he did that one. I think I've seen yeah. Seven Psychopaths. That's the one that has um, uh, Christopher Walken in it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one with the uh, put your hands up. No. no. Yeah. But I have a gun. I don't care. I don't care. What? <laughs> they, yeah. they have like a weird care. dog, right? I need to watch it again, but yeah, I think so. Yeah. I remember I liking it when it. it came out. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I heard... Three billboards is good as well. Yeah, I wanted to see that when it came out, and I hadn't seen it. I think that's is that. I've seen a bunch of scenes from that recently too. Really? Yeah. So universe telling him we have to watch all their all of his movies. I guess. But yeah, if you, I'll go down the corner if you want. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking go down to the corner. All right. Let's um. Sh- 
shoot a kid in the corner. No. <laughs> I said we don't do that on this show. Oh, we don't do that. Yeah, yeah. we don't shoot kids. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not Dragon. shoot a kid in the corner. Yeah, let's uh let's hook up with a drug dealer that usually rolls tourists in the corner. In the corner, yeah, that works. Um, yeah, that sounds something like I'd do. <laughs> this is Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner! Where the point of this corner is for you to say... Uh-huh, neat. Yep. Okay. I hope you do that all times. Yeah, you guys every ready? time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original script... In the original script, Ray and Ken are British, but when Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson came on board, the characters were changed to Irish to suit their natural sensibilities. Makes sense. Good. I'm proud. In order to create the feeling of a holiday season, the Christmas decorations were kept in the su- in some streets of Bruges until the end of March. The town council made an official communication to the people in Bruges, explaining the reason why. Isn't that neat? That is neat. I'm like, why are these Christmas things in March? <laughs> it's like most people in America. Right? Yeah. It's true. They're like, Colin Farrell's here, guys. Chill. I'm waiting cool. until fucking it's nice outside to take my uh, lights down. Every lady in a 12 block radius could smell Colin Farrell was there. Okay. Whoa. Is he smell good? I imagine. Gives off those like 23rd century hormones. What? Pheromones? Hormones, pheromones, but 23rd century. What? Oh, because he's from the future. What? Well, whatever. Was I'm not getting any of your jokes. I don't get that one either. Uh, keep going. Uh, except for the flashback, Ray wears a single outfit throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, while he does remove his jacket and unbutton his shirt, he has no other change of clothes. Ken, on the other hand, has several wardrobe changes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when Ray refers to the dwarf in Time Bandits, he is thinking of actor David Rappaport, who committed suicide in 1990. Oh, yeah. There's the whole, like, yeah. little people kill themselves thing. Yeah. yeah. I think all of them are. I think he's, like, I knew the Time Bandits one. I didn't know his name, but I think all the ones he references are. No, they're all actually true. I just yeah. didn't know about, I didn't know about that one. Yeah. Um, both Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson were nominated for Golden Globes. Farrell won the award. Nice. That's fair. Dude, I thought they did a great job. It's yeah, they did. I love them together. Yeah. Yes. They're fantastic together. Um, Harry's strict moral code gets a further insight in a deleted scene where a young version is played by Matt Smith. Oh, uh, in it, Harry discovers his partner holding a dead woman in a club. So he marches into a police station and beheads the man who did it. Jesus, a dirty detective. Ultimately, filmmakers decided to cut the scene as the CGI decapitation looked fake. Ah, uh, they should have used a real decapitation. Well, practical effects. Practical effects. Practical. Practical. We're fucking bloodthirsty today. Practical what the effects. fuck? <laughs> let's do a couple more, then we'll do some spoilers. Yeah, let's go. Uh, the word fuck and its derivatives are said 126 times in this 107 minute film. Fuck yeah. An average of 1.18 fucks per minute. Fucking awesome. <laughs> fucking neat, I think is the A word. Fucking that neat. Russell fucking neat indeed. Russell was looking for. 
Uh, the scene in which Ken, Ray and Ken visit the fuck, fuck the Basilica of the Holy Blood. Basilica, Basilica, yeah, Basilica of the Holy Blood. I said it the first time. Is in fact filmed in the Jerusalem Church in Bruges. Okay, although the uh, veneration of the relic discussed is accurate. Oh, so the relic is actually there. Yeah, but. It's not named that. Okay. Let's do some spoilies. Yeah. You guys ready for some spoilies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the painting that it, the painting uh-huh. that occasions comment even for Bray is The Last Judgment mm-hmm. by uh, Hieronymus Bosch. Hieronymus Bosch, thank you. Uh, Bosch like symbolism recurs throughout the movie. Bosch like symbolism reoccurs through the movie. Mm-hmm. The dwarf is one example, uh, suggesting that Ray and Ken may indeed encounter their own last judgment, or that the waiting period in Bruges is akin to purgatory. Yes, yeah, that one was really good. Yep. Yeah, fucking neat. Uh, when Ken receives the phone call from Harry, the opening scene uh, from Orson Welles' Touch of Evil is playing on the TV. Possibly one of the most famous scenes made with one continuous shot. Uh, from this point on, Ken's phone call with Harry is one continuous shot in a homage to Touch of Evil. Nice. Oh, fuck. That's fucking neat, That's too. That's super cool. It's I like that. beautiful. Let's do a few more. Okay. Um... The last scene where Ray stumbles onto the set and he sees all the costumes, the imagery is akin to the paintings of The Last Judgment. Yes. Uh, the animal heads, animal skulls, uh, peasant-looking people, plus the dwarf dressed as a schoolboy represent his sins right before he is shot. His judgment. Yeah. Mm. However, he attempts to save Harry by telling him that the dwarf is not a child, despite the fact that Harry tried to kill him. Uh, thus redeeming himself, so he lives. Plus, he notes that waiting in Bruges may be hell for him. However, it was more than likely Ken's idea of heaven. The waiting in Bruges before his judgment may represent purgatory. Yeah. Yep. Still fucking neat. Yeah. Uh, the screen. Sorry. Well, now it's awkward. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say something. Jesus. I was going to say so fucking neat. So fucking neat. Uh, the screenplay contains a scene after the shootout revealing, among other things, that Ray survived his wounds and the murdered boy's name is Tobias. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's do two more. Okay. Uh, blank bullets can actually be quite deadly. Yes. Uh, in 1984, while on the set of the short-lived series Cover Up, uh, actor John Eric Hexum unintentionally killed himself when he playfully fired a gun loaded with blanks into the side of his head. Yeah. Uh, the force of the blast blew a plug of bone into his brain, killing him. Yep. Yeah. And we still let it happen on the crow. Yes. There's been several people that have been injured or killed by blanks. Yep. They also have like a, there's a plug in the end of the, so the way a blank is, is it's, it's basically a regular casing but it's like crimped at the end and has a, like it's crimped onto a plug so that the case is sealed so that when it causes the explosion yeah. in the chamber, it works like a normal bullet does. So the thing like parts of the case or the plug can come out the barrel and it's, it's still going to have like a, a very high velocity and can penetrate. 
right. So like, you're not supposed to point them at people, even if you have blanks. Yeah. And like, that's one of the things like they blame a lot of that stuff on is because like they weren't being safe anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause you're not like that. If you watch like shootouts and stuff that aren't CGI, um, uh, they're cut to look like they're pointing the guns at each other, but they aren't right. And you can see that sometimes if you're paying close attention and they don't do their shots, right. You can uh, see it pointed and you can elsewhere. see it pointing it like just to the right or to the left of whoever they're supposed to be pointing the gun at. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, neat. Yeah. Oh, I said it. Oh, you needed yourself. Twice I needed neat. myself. I right. watch you need yourself. Gross. Okay. Last one. Uh, the ending with Harry thinking that he is now that he has also now killed a child can be seen as an example of transference of guilt. Mm. A favorite mm-hmm. thematic device of Catholics. Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, mm. but that too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner! Woohoo! Neat! Fucking neat. Fucking neat. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I was going to try to sing it, and then I was like, I don't know that I could do another Fucking neat! Fucking neat! He's not going to try. All right, you guys. Fucking neat! Fucking me. All right, let's rate it. I'm out of breath. <laughs> <sighs> we should stop vaping. Um, yeah. Like, like work out and stuff. Yeah. Um, we move uh, the stuff to the basement. Huh? What? What'd you say? So you're going to help me move some of the stuff to the basement. <laughs> oh, so we can like not work out in the cold ass garage. Yeah. I don't want to hurt something. Not tonight. <clears throat> Anyway, anyway, yeah, no, not tonight. Uh, Podcast. So anyway, distraction. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna rate this movie. Yeah, Shane, I would love if we rated this movie. I'm gonna watch you rate this movie. That sounds like we'd both go to jail for that. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, I'm gonna give this a nine. I I really liked this movie. Mm. I think. Uh, mm. I don't think there's really anything wrong with it. Uh, it's not my favorite movie ever though. So I'm not going to give it like a nine and a half or a 10. So I think it's, I think it's a really solid nine. It's funny. Stop acting like you're sexually aroused by my rating. Russell, please. I, that's not what I was doing. Okay. That interpretation you're doing a lot of like heavy breathing and like, mm-hmm and stuff. So stop it. I've just you been were. doing a lot of heavy breathing these days. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, nine. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a nine. Get, 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 give it, give it a nine. Get, 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 get it a nine. Russell, I fucking love this movie. This movie is fucking fantastic. I didn't ex- fucking expect to love this fucking movie as much as I fucking love this movie. Holy fucking shit! The fucking pacing is beautiful. The fucking symbolism is beautiful. The fucking acting is beautiful. Every fucking thing about this movie is beautiful. It's still not quite a fucking 10 though, uh, but I will give it one hell of a 9.5. Okay. Are you fucking sure? I'm fucking posy, bud. All right, Dave. 
Well, I also flippin' loved this movie. I thought it was really flippin' good. And I I don't know what the, I can't. You say flipping one more fucking time. Flipping. <laughs> Flip Me on off. this bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie's fucking great. This is an audio medium. When you flip someone off, I gotta you, say it. Yeah. I'm flipping Russell off. Yeah, there you go. I'm flipping Shane off. What did I do? I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Flip you. <laughs> Are you allergic to censorship? Yeah. Because you I should am. be. <laughs> uh, no, this movie's great. I also give it a nine. Okay. Um, it's acted beautifully. Yes. Um, I was entertained the whole time. I laughed. I went, oh, shit. A, couple, a lot of times. Yeah, it's great. I'll give it a nine. All right. Loved it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of DQP Does, where we talked about In Bruges. Fucking In Bruges. Next week, we are doing... Next week, we are doing Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay. Shane Black. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, shit. Sam Rockwell? I love Sam Rockwell. Who's the other guy? Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer. All right. Well, join us next week when we talk about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, You can find us on all your social media by searching Drafted Quarters Productions. You can uh, like and subscribe and hit bells or whistles or whatever. Give us gold stars. I don't know. Do whatever. Hit all the buttons except for the thumbs down. Yeah, hit the uh, the, the one that goes up. Yeah, all the arrows up and thumbs up and stars with shooty things off the back of them and stuff like that. Do all that stuff. Ooh. Hearts. Give us the hearts. Um, yep. You can also find us on Patreon and give us the dollars. Uh, $1 a month to get our uh, backlog and some stuff that what? has never been put anywhere else. Uh Russell will creepily fucking whisper in your ear. Yes, I will. Can I just give him a dollar not to do that? Yes. That works too. Uh, if you don't give him a dollar, he will constantly whisper in your ear. Yes. Not well. sexy things. I hate that. <laughs> I will think they're sexy things. Uh, ooh. Gonna lock toes with you. Uh, we don't No, Stop. Actually, we, we don't need a sexual harassment suit. I'm out. Um, Anyway, uh, you can also email us how much you hate Russell whispering in your ear. DraftyQ at gmail.com. Stop it. Just stop. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. Also, this podcast is done. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye. Bye. How'd your date go? My date involved two instances of extreme violence. One instance of her hand on my cock and my finger up her thing, which lasted all too briefly. Isn't that always the way? <laughs> <laughs>